And welcome to Sister Sage Herbs, Roadside Herb Service. This is our tiny podcast featuring Jane Simmons, owner of Sister Sage Herbs, and myself, Mark Fendel. We are talking about all things plant medicine. And today we are talking about a very common um, actual tree, uh, common to Pacific Northwest. We're talking about the Western Red Cedar. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, majestic. And, yeah, we find this tree right outside our door. So, um, yeah, maybe you can tell us a little bit about what it looks like and where to find it and such. Well, um, it's usually a pretty tall tree in the, in the, in the woods. Once it gets big, once it's mature, uh, has um, droopy branches with very, very uh, deep cut, I guess they're leaves, mm-hmm. um, and the bark is reddish and very um, deep sort of ruts in it, usually, once it gets old. Mm-hmm. And there's usually not too much growing underneath it because it kind of makes its own space. Um, but underneath there, in a rainstorm, it's pretty dry, actually. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of a nice place to hide out. And there's a lot of creation myths and um, reverence for this plant from cultures all over the world. Um, uh, well the plant or its relative, juniper, um, are known all over the place. And, um, yeah, it's known for its, uh, well, physical, but also spiritual cleansing properties. Um, they're used, a lot of, uh, cultures make a smudge stick out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, or actually... This plant could be used for clothing, for food, for medicine, for lodging, pretty much for every need you would you would have. Yeah. Um, so that's why it's revered from at least the West Coast tribes. But yeah. Yes, absolutely. And there is a lot of information actually. Um, related to that mm-hmm. um, for all the all of the tribes well at least there is some information I should say um, specifically what each of the Northwest tribes have been using this amazing tree for and certainly you know as you were mentioning you know the building of canoes mm-hmm. I mean with with this tree has been going on for Mm-hmm. You know, probably 20,000 years or more. Yeah. Um, and all kinds of clothing and hats. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something that I was really interested in. I'd never seen a cedar hat. So mm. I'd kind of like to cool. see what that design looks like. And I've seen it in the museum up in uh, Victoria. That's right. And they have, they're kind and of, um, you know... Uh, well, I'm sure there are many kinds, but a lot of sort of pointed so that the water runs off of you. Right. Far enough. Um, yeah, I was saying in this cool. book, too, that 
that you can actually sew the material. Mm. Interesting. Um, so they were actually sewing mm -hmm. yeah, um, sure. well, cedar planks together. With, or cedar. Probably with nettles cord or something. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, other uses, um, basketry, of course, uh, roofing, um, cordage, um, and a whole host of other things. I guess the, you know, I was looking into some of the other ways that we use it for medicine, but I guess the easiest, I'd say, was probably the, the standard infusion type Mm -hmm. Just you can leave. You can let the leaves, you know, overnight. infuse overnight, mm -hmm. um, and then drink it. Mm -hmm. Sure. So. Or use it as a wash, because it would be infused. Oh yes. With the antibacterial or antifungal. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, some tribes I know used it um, for. Uh, See pulmonary aid, you know, chewing the buds for sore lungs mm -hmm. and cough medicine. Yep, that makes sense. Um, any, anywho, there's there's so much here, um, and thankfully, you you know, if you live in the Pacific Northwest, this is a really easy one to identify and and get familiar with. Mm -hmm. um, we have several. Uh, young cedar trees planted by the city around our house that have been pretty well neglected. So mm -hmm. we've taken to save a cedar Sunday around mm -hmm. here at Longfellow's Creek here in West Seattle to help these trees out. So it's mm -hmm. kind of a little project of mine. So I've been I've Clip been kind of connecting <laughs> connecting with these trees. Mm -hmm. It's pretty it's pretty neat. Um, yep, you can hear you can hear you can smell the. <laughs> Essential oils, it, it lets off as you pull the blackberries through them. I've noticed that mm -hmm. uh, from time to time. The tree will, I don't know, there will be some kind of like scent mm -hmm. that the tree is either giving off or I just smell it, you know, particularly mm -hmm. strong. But Well, some but, people um, say that when the plant is giving you that scent, it's thanking you or asking you to pray with it. Mm -hmm. So you sit which you kind of do, everyone, when you smell that, everyone goes, oh, up in the mountain when it's really hot and you get some kind of essential oil. Right. You're everyone, hmm, you smell that? Everyone stops and that's, Indeed. that's the purpose. That's <laughs> what it's doing is having a blessing with you. <laughs> I like it. Kind of cool. mm -hmm. um, anyway, do you have anything else that you want to add? Well, I was uh, reading about, um, let's see here, um, in this, I have a book called Beers and Ales from Sacred and Medicinal, well this is the chapter, um, Sacred and Medicinal Trees, but this is Sacred and Herbal Healing Beers by Stephen Harrod Buhner. Mm -hmm. And he goes through and talks about all the different um, types of fermented drinks that all around the world and tries to recreate them. Um, anyway, so he, um, he talks about uh, using 
well, juniper and also the cedar in brewing and how it would add the antibacterial, but also spiritual effect with it. Um, this is the, the Cheyenne, um, uh, in this book, it's quoting, uh, Charles Sittingman, a Cheyenne, said that the Great Spirit has much respect for juniper because it seems to never grow old and remains green in the year. Therefore, represented youthfulness, and they accordingly placed it centrally in many of their holy rites and purification ceremonies. So, it's kind of cool. Uh, they also admired it for aromatic fragrance of its needles, which they burned in sacred incense, and for the durability of its wood, which we talked about. They found desirable for lance shafts, bows, and other items, and uh, the dark red... Uh, it also will be a dye for wool. It's kind of cool. I mean, uh, a dye. Mm -hmm. um, anyway. No, I'm sorry, I'm reading this wrong. For the seemingly dyed-in-blood color of its wood. So it shows the heart, you know, shows the spirit of the... <laughs> I that. Got to turn off them notifications. Sorry about that, folks. Carry on. So anyway, um, yeah, so very, very reverent in Native American culture. Mm -hmm. Any other items that you found about it? I, you know, I know that there are lots of preparations that you can make with this as, as far as medicine goes. You know, we already talked about the tea, but I just wanted to mention, you know, that People do make tincture mm -hmm. out of this and salve, mm -hmm. like um, oil, yeah. lotion. Uh, there's all kinds of all kinds mm -hmm. of applications. So, really, you know, this is um, really the tree of life. I mean, this is really a tree that is uh, been used in almost every application. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, in coexisting with mm -hmm. with uh, with native tribes um, for thousands of years, mm -hmm. um, so it's really special. Mm -hmm. So yeah, go out and commune with the cedar, or if a juniper is closer to you, sit under it and see if it can impart some wisdom. It's been there a long, long time. Probably well, the, old one, the old ones, certainly. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, hope you all are having a beautiful day, and uh, we will we will talk to you really soon. Cheers. Enjoy.